It's time to be unapologetically you. Welcome to the Spitfire Podcast with your host, Lauren Lemunyan, the Spitfire Coach, a certified life and business coach out of Washington, D.C. If you want to go from feeling burnt out to fired up, this is the spot for you. We're talking about the real issues, the real topics that are affecting you at home, in business, in every relationship that you're having. If you have a question, a concern, a criticism, whatever it is, hit us up at spitfirepodcast.com and make sure that you're subscribed on Spotify or iTunes. What's going on, Spitfires? Welcome back to another episode of the Spitfire Podcast. I'm your host, Lauren Lemunyan, the Spitfire Coach, based in Washington, D.C., Today, we're talking about getting out of the story. Now, if you like to read fiction, it is fiction, right? Yes. If you like to read fiction, those storybooks, this is not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the stories that people spin, the excuses that they give us, and the way that it makes us react. How do we get out of the story? How do we maintain our energy, create those boundaries so that we can focus on the facts and really preserve our motivation, our power throughout the day. Earlier in the day today, I was talking to a client who manages a team of 15. She has a full plate of people that need her for things. And she is an awesome leader. She really is invested in helping people along the way and supporting them. But unfortunately, there are a number of people on the team who she feels super drained by. And one out of 15 is a lot. Uh, even that one person can just take you down. It can really just take you off course and drain your energy. And I talked to her about it, about this person of, you know, what what is it that you're trying to do for this person? What do you want out of this dynamic? And so she talked about wanting to help them be better. And I asked her, so what is the other person responsible for? What are they showing up with on their end? And she's like, well, I would hope that they want to change. I hope that they have a willingness and awareness to make changes and shifts. And I said, so how do you know when that happens? How can you anticipate that happening? And she said, well, you don't. It either happens or it doesn't. And so what she found out was that she was getting drawn into the shoulds of the other person. So because she wouldn't act in a certain way, she had a story made up about this person of, if I just do X, Y, and Z, they're going to perform, they're going to care. But in reality, that person has an entirely different motivation, entire different history and perspective, and they may have an entirely different sentiment about being there. So she's assuming that this person wants to be there, but she doesn't know. She's assuming that this person just needs a nudge from her or a reminder or someone to be the cheerleader, but she doesn't know. So the story becomes the assumptions. And so when we lead with the assumption, when we lead with the story, we let go of the facts that, you know what, this person has probably missed a deadline six times in a row, or this person has been getting bad reviews on their work for six months. So if we only focus on the story, we're staying in the surface level and we're not actually getting to the root of the issue. So we work through what are some ways that she can maintain her boundary and not react to this person because this person would always say, you know, yes, I'll do better next time or I was really busy or I was having a bad day. But 
when that becomes the record playing over and over again, it no longer is a passable excuse. It's a cop-out. And it's, it's an avoidance tactic that prevents that person from being accountable. So when we have boundaries, so let's say that she focuses on the facts and says, this is the deadline. I'm not going to remind you. There are consequences. You know, you've missed your deadline four times. Is there something that you need to support you in moving forward? What do you need? And if they don't give you an answer, that is usually a telltale sign that their engagement is off and that they probably... If they haven't started looking, they probably will. Because the more that you hold that line of saying this is what is acceptable, one of two things will happen. They will either shift their energy and their engagement or they will leave. And it's amazing how this happens in relationships and at work and in other situations. When you are crystal clear on what the parameters are, what the expectations are, what the deadlines are, There is no scooting around it. There is no avoidance. It just is. So we don't need to talk about the story because the story doesn't say anything about the fact that it didn't get done. Now, if there was a reasonable, I don't even want to say excuse, if there was a reason, like a medical emergency or something out of the ordinary that took someone away and prevented them from being successful, then there isn't that emotional interpretation There isn't that dramatic, you know, woe is me, this is happening to me, I'm the victim. But it's saying, you know what, I didn't do this, I'm taking accountability. You will sense the energy behind that versus someone who takes you every week down that loop-de-loop of a story. Because what they're trying to do is distract you from holding them accountable. But in reality, what they are begging for, even though it sounds icky, they are begging for accountability. They're waiting for someone to check them. Because no one feels good in this cycle. No one feels good avoiding. No one feels good shirking responsibilities. It's a game for them, but they're not winning. They're just waiting to get caught. They're waiting for someone to check them. And it doesn't have to be aggressive. It doesn't need to be an authoritarian. And in fact, we're getting into the story if we're having that reaction. So this this is the key thing. If you can maintain your composure and focus on the facts... It is of more service to them than yelling or avoiding. So that's the middle ground. It's not an either or, but it's you focusing on the data. You focusing on the facts that these were the expectations. You were told on this date. It didn't happen. What do you have to say about that? And if they go on the storyline, that's not what I asked about. This has happened multiple times. So I either need to know that you're going to do something differently or we need to take a different course of action. And so you end up putting it in the other person's, in their playing, playing ground. They're the ones that have to come up with the solution. But instead, if we're in their story, we're trying to fix it for them. We're trying to give them an alternative. And then we're hoping that they're magically going to transform from this time to the next time. And more often than not, I'm going to say 99.9% of the time, they are not going to change because there is no incentive for them to change. If there's no consequence that's going to be upheld, they don't give a crap. And it could be subconscious or not. There are things that go on in people's lives, but at some point, they have to take responsibility. They've got to own up to it. But if we allow them to leak their toxic energy onto us and to make us feel bad and drain our energy, it's not serving them and it sure as hell is not serving us. So we have to be clear on how do we want to feel as a leader? 
And how do we need to show up to support that? So if I want to show up as a confident, empowering leader, I need to empower you by me empowering myself. So I'm going to be clear. I'm going to be consistent. And I'm going to hold you to the standards that you agreed upon. Because if I don't allow you to keep your word with me, I'm probably not keeping my word with myself. And I'm allowing other people to step all over those boundaries and feel violated. So wherever it is in the dynamic between vendors, your clients, customers, whoever it is, where do you need to be clear and consistent and draw a line and face the facts and manage the facts? Get out of the story. It's not about you. This is not a personal attack on you. This is more about a person that is either in in a misfit, in in a not good fit for their role, for their expertise, or it could be a timing issue. They may need time away from work. They may need a time out in their life. They may need a gut check of what am I doing right now? Sometimes we have to hit those bottoms in order to understand that what we're doing isn't working for us or the people around us. But if we allow them the illusion of thinking that everything's working, we're allowing them to exist in the dysfunction. And then we become part of a role of the dysfunction. We start taking that on and taking that responsibility because we let them slip that once or twice. So we're responsible. You can shift at any time, but you need to communicate it. You need to be clear and you need to be consistent and still allow space for people to be curious with you. If they're ready for a change, give them that space and that opportunity. Don't write them off because then you know you're in their story. So think of them as you would any person, complete stranger that you know nothing about. If you're truly going to give someone a fresh start, you got to let go of the past storylines. And face the facts. Look at the facts from week to week to month to month. Is this person growing or are they retreating? And then you can have a real conversation of, is this a good fit for you? And if it's not, support them in their decision to leave. But it's better to let someone go that's not working out than it is to try to convince them that they need to work harder when they don't care. So I hope this was inspiring. I hope that this empowers you. This is not saying, you know, fire everybody, but it's allow people to be honest with themselves and allow yourself to be honest. Allow yourself to detach from the story and the emotion and face the facts. You can still support your team by not being emotionally involved. This will help your energy be preserved throughout the day. You're going to have more creative energy and you're going to be able to show up with more power and influence. So try it out. See how it goes. If you have any questions, you're like, this did not work. What the hell were you talking about? Feel free to email me, lauren at spitfirecoach.com, or you can put a post up on our website, spitfirepodcast.com. And if you want to pass this on, feel free to do so. Make sure you're subscribed on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And until next time, keep being awesome.